0: What's up, everybody? My name is Joshua T. Berglund, and welcome back to Planet Zoom Insights presented by Dirt Merchants Universe. I am so excited to introduce you. I'm going to call him my friend now because I just love this guy. I have tons of respect for him, and he's just an overall amazing human being. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Mr. David Firestone
1: to Insights by. Dirt Merchants Universe. How you doing Mr. Firestone? All oh, is fantastic. It's great to be here with you Josh. You're an awesome host and you've done such great work. Going back, what how many years with Dirt Merchants? 5, 6. It's been a wild
0: journey. I I left and went and did my own thing. I had my own little journey to go on and right. by the time that I circled back with Dirt Merchants Universe, we just hit each other in stride and it has been such a blessing to be a part of this. I mean, look, I created something that was meant to be used just for one person. But I got to tell you, getting to work with the team has been so rewarding. It's been so much fun. And and as you know, because you've worked with Dirt Merchants, you've been on set, you've been an actor, you've brought your own actors that you manage to right. be in these films. So you know what it's like. You know the atmosphere with Dirt Merchants Universe, on set, off set, the whole collaboration, creative process. You know all about it, so you know that feeling I'm talking about when you get to work with an
1: awesome team. It's really a great group of people. They're very motivated to make products that are really motivational, redemptive films that the public really needs to see more of that. You know what we know with the typical Hollywood, fare, which is great. I'm in the business, so I, I love the typical Hollywood film. But this is something very different and unique and very awesome for the late teen early young adult marketplace It really puts them in a good place to see the pitfalls and the good things they can do with your life at an earlier age. So I think it's really a great group of people to work with as as the films have become and are now. Absolutely.
0: How did you even get synced up with Dirt Merchants?
1: Well, it's a funny story. We were uh, at... Uh, which used to be the Montage has changed the name to protect the innocent over a I guess now called the Mayborn Hotel in Beverly Hills. And there was a group of people, a very excited group of people. I was sitting a couple tables away at a little coffee shop in the Montage. And I was with a talent. We were doing, I was doing a little session with a talent to see if they fit our group. And she ended up doing some really nice work with us. And I must admit, I probably kept looking over seeing what was going on. And then the, uh, this really nice gal came over and introduced herself as a publicist for the group at the table. And that's how it started. And then Henning came over a few minutes later. And the, the really funny part of that story is this gentleman Henning Morales had walked by the table earlier prior to the introduction and I was watching, I hear this walk, I'm thinking in my mind, like, this guy's from New Jersey or New York, one or the other. <laughs> and of course, we know he's from New Jersey. So it was really a funny meeting. And that's how it kicked off from there. It was a great group of people. We, I met with Ash and Penny after that. And then we soon did our first film after that, Destinova. And I was one of the uh, associate producers. And we brought one of our talent, a couple of our talent, onto that production, so.
0: So you the the show entourage I'm sure you've s- seen that before on HBO which is a fictional Perfection. somewhat true story about a group of friends that you know go into the business together essentially how how common is it cuz now you've been working right. dirt merchants for 6 7 years right. as well how common is it for a group to stick together like this and to continue creating movie after movie and now even additional creative projects because we've branched outside of movies as well how common is
1: that it happens i mean that's kind of how you move forward in hollywood in many respects even when steven spielberg started he had a group of people around him he had george lucas he had a whole bunch of other people that something people don't even know about that helped him to move up together as a group of people that um, makes it successful because Hollywood can be a very a very difficult place, mm-hmm. as we all know. And when you band together with like-minded people, and I think that's the key right there, like-minded people, for example, the Spielberg is more of a family film. Even though he did horror films, he's still more of a family film, kind of a, a director, producer. And so just like Dirt Merchants, young adult, late, late teens, early young adults, it's a group of people that believe in what they're doing, and they're moving forward together in like-minded fashion.
0: Hollywood has I guess when you're in it you may not know the public perception or what people on the outside think about it so basically there's a negative connotation about the industry but it's not all true it's not and it's not even the majority of the industry is this way but can you explain how a minority in the industry became kind of what Like it almost feels like it's the majority that is that way, but it's not true. But how did this minority create such a negative, uh, like have such a negative impact on the minds of people all over the world? Like how did that happen?
1: Well, I think a great example is that would help explain that is let's look at a typical school classroom. Who are the individuals that usually get the attention from the teacher, the administration, the public? the bad apples, right? And, and so to speak, it's a common term, but you know, people that act out, people that are bullies, people that do not such good things. Who does the media focus on? Those people, and unfortunately, that's a lot of what happened in this industry. There are many people in this industry who believe in making good products and good things for the public. There's a whole other group of people that they seem to get all the attention because of the types of products that they make, which are very, it's very attention getting, right? And unfortunately it reinforces itself and that's how the public ends up viewing Hollywood. And it, it's definitely has its ups and downs here, but I think that for the most part, majority of individuals here want to make really good products that the market likes to see. And, and we hope that we're as dirt rich and films are heading to that. We know we're already heading in that direction. It's just a matter of getting the product out there so people can see it. And that's get right. To it and can it? you have-
0: You have you're already you've stepped into the the world of new media as well, and so you're pretty well versed. What kind of influence do you feel that new media will have on Hollywood and maybe potentially changing the perception
1: of what Hollywood's all about? God, that's a tough question, because. There's no set formula that anyone in Hollywood has to follow, right? The typical scripts that you see or whatever, uh, the hero story that actually is a lot used in Hennington, which is a great story, a great model. But when it comes to, I mean, really, anyone can really write about a typical type of subject matter which doesn't necessarily follow what you feel as an individual who has a certain mindset might appreciate, but then others who would appreciate that. There's as, as that minority or majority out there. So I, what I would say to that question is, yes, it can and it will. It's just a matter of, just like Dirt Merchant's films, getting your product out there so people can see that those types of producers and directors exist. And it's not easy. It's not easy, road, but it, you can get there. It, it's, it, it's a mixed bag. It's <laughs> the best way to say about new media, just like your program mm-hmm. has a certain your mindset that you follow, and others have other mindsets. So it's a mixed bag, really, I would say. But most people have good intentions. I believe that, too. Now, one of the things I know
0: about you is you really do take acting serious. Like, it's something that you're sincerely passionate about. You, like, I would, even though I've acted and I've had that opportunity, I would never call myself an actor because I haven't dedicated myself to the craft. You have, like I, I wanna be a, the Tonight Show host. Like that's what I wanna do. I, I, that's my dream and I love production and making movies is great, but I would never call myself an actor because that would be disrespectful to people like you. But that said, one of the other things about you that a lot of people don't know is that you are a dadgum good manager and you a manager that genuinely cares about the people he works with and you just so happen to work with the youth. Can you talk about the biggest difference, I know know these already sound like they're different, but the biggest difference of the mindset of an actor versus the manager, and for you having to play both roles, talk about some of the, the benefits of getting to do both, and then talk about some of the challenges, if you don't mind.
1: Well, I would say in any situation, whether it's an actor or a manager, you're always studying your craft. You're always working on getting better and improving as either a actor or a manager. Now the, the management side can be a, can be a very giving side because you've got a lot of talent that you need to take care of and help. So you have to be ready to make that sacrifice to spend time and develop those relationships within the industry that will help your talent with casting, with producers, with directors. So it's, a little bit more of an outward focused approach. Actors can be a little more inward focused in terms of their own developing their craft, working on their character, studying. However, a lot of just like you mentioned, SAG. Not, excuse not SAG, but New Media. i mean, so yes, used to saying the word SAG. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> spend so many days on that. But just like New Media, it's a process that. As an actor, what's happened over the years? You had the studio formula, which was the original formula where the actors were kind of owned by the studios, and then it all promotional work. Now it's become much more individualized in that you have an agent and a manager. Managers do some promotion; agents just don't do quite as much. They're more involved in the submission side of it, making deals. So, as an actor, now that with that social media is available, you know Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. New media, podcasts, actors do a lot more self-promotion now. So successful actors not only are internal and study their craft and get better at what they're doing and studying their, doing their character work to learn the individual that may be performing or if it's an improv, just getting really good at improv. um, They also have a promotional responsibility now, which can be good and bad. Some actors are very good at that. Some are not as good at that. So they need help with that. But that's a very important part of the business now, particularly in the independent film market, just like some independent films do look for influencers because they have their own following built in, just like some of the things we've been talking about with Dirt Merchants. So I kind of answered that question in a roundabout way, but it's become very eclectic where you need to move into different areas. My classic example is like a Dustin Hoffman, when he was acting, some people may not know that name anymore, unfortunately, but a great actor in the eighties and nineties and seventies, and but if you ever saw him on the Oscars or when he was, he was a very quiet man and did not do a lot of self promotion. But now that model has changed, and even the De Niro's of the world and the Spielberg's of the world have gone out and they're doing self promotion through podcasts and interviews and and Instagram. So it's that world has changed for actors, and it's also changed for managers in that. You did a lot more phone work back in the day, but again, do the social media and Instagram and internet. There's a lot more marketing work that's done, and a lot more work with casting, a lot of internet work compared to what it used to do to pick up a phone, especially since COVID. Right. So, but that's changing again. People are getting more, you know, out there and open again to talk to people and meet face to face. But you know, the thing is, is the cat's out of the bag, so to speak, about
0: independent creators because now with technology. I mean, I look, I couldn't get a shot trying to get an agent or I, I struggled with all of that. So it's like, well, you know what? If I can't get a meeting, I'm going to find my own way. Right. And you know what I did? And then along the way, I, I realized as I was finding my own way, I was learning media and then the future of media. What I would recommend, and I would love your thoughts on this. If I'm a, somebody that's a creative, I know and I, I need to know that I need to learn media. But at the the other side of that is is if I'm a creator, I want to find the right ecosystem to 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 join to be a part of because even you can be an independent creator, but you still need a team and you still need support and that's what I really love about what we're doing at Dirt Merchants Universe is because we're not just making films and other content, events, TV shows, and so on. We actually we we have a, a, a we're, we're training people, we're teaching. We're, we're feeding the mind, body, and spirit of the people that we work with. We're working with the youth and developing the youth to be able to help them have opportunities to step into film in a safe way without fear. Because frankly, there's a lot of people that have those dreams that have tried to, to, try to make their dream of acting come true, and they've been hurt in a bad way, or even a young producer. I remember the first two movies that I raised money for. I raised $2 million for two films. And I had just been homeless. And guess what? I never got paid. Because the, those people that I that, that I got the contract from, they're like, what, are you going to sue me? And of course I couldn't sue them. The contract was that thick. Like, what am I going to do? I don't even need money. I'm going to go after, I'm not going to say the company name. But that kind of stuff happens. So can you talk about the importance of, or maybe even a strategy of finding the right ecosystem for a creative to step in to maybe join a team, a family, a tribe?
1: Yeah, yes, it's not easy. As you described, you hit a lot of buttons there that still happen, unfortunately, in Hollywood, that is, it hasn't ended that those types of things do go on. So it's important to find the right team. And again, I go back to that part earlier on, where we mentioned like minded people, you find a group of people, if your inside is telling you when you talk to someone there's something just not right here listen to your inner voice in this business if you don't listen to your inner voice and just make moves without methodical research checking agents or managers out production companies you will get burned and you can just still get burned with that so i think listening to your inner voice and some people have don't have that especially when you're young you just take risks sometimes and that Unfortunately, that happened. I've seen it happen here in Hollywood. We've had some experiences with that, with some of our talent, especially on the music side of it. They go down a path and get hooked mm-hmm. up with an individual that you can, you can say things to so you blue in the face to them and they just, you know, it's really hard to protect everyone from that. That can still happen. But again, if you can keep a good head in your shoulders from a standpoint of thinking logically through a process, like we teach rich in rich Merchant Films, make good decisions, and, and cost this decision when it comes to putting your team around you, then you ultimately can be successful. I mean, there's no question that the Hollywood system to an extent is still there. I mean, Paramount, Disney, they all still have a lot of control in the marketplace and that gives them a, 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 a level of power that we just don't have as individuals. And that's just going to be that way. And mm-hmm. any, any corporation, look at the world and corporations, right? There's <laughs> you can't fight all of them but you if you can find a group of people that think think like-minded do your research ahead of time to find that manager that agent that's one of the reasons as a manager firm we became part of the talent managers association that gives us a sample of approval in hollywood so actors can then come to a group like that and you know their managers have agreed to an ethical a statement that they have signed off to become part of the talent managers association and treat their talent as they should be treated so that's the probably the best advice to a young actor actress or singer is to be smart about your moves stay in touch with your family and and don't just take off think about how you're going to finance yourself how you're going to be here if you come to hollywood right you don't necessarily have to be to hollywood But at some point, if you have a career and you want to grow within the Hollywood system, meaning you want to become that movie studio actor, you know, Marvel, or you want to become that actor in that Netflix series, you're going to have to be closer to Hollywood to do that. It's just a reality. Though, as you mentioned, a lot of the films now are being filmed somewhere else, due to costs, New Mexico, overseas, I mean, Mm -hmm. filmed anywhere. But I think you're right. I mean, you have to research, do your work, then to find a team that makes... Is a smart for you as an individual actor or singer or musician.
0: Yeah. The music, the music industry has been, uh, that's a, I don't know which is an uglier road to try to navigate the music industry (laughs) or film. Holy crap, man. And it, and it, and it hurts my heart because I understand what it's like to be vulnerable and, and maybe even desperate. And, and, and so any opportunity that someone waves in front of my face you know like when you're hungry you're like yeah, I'll take it and you don't think of oh discernment oh maybe i should pay attention to that feeling in my stomach that's saying stay away from them <laughs> Like well, they're right. gonna screw you over like you don't think about that stuff but yet it's just when we're hungry and we have a goal and we have a dream and we think that that it's it because it's the person that the first person that offered it to us we don't think to go Let's go through this checklist to make sure that they're legit. Like, let's make sure I can trust them and they're safe. And and that's a problem. But that is part of what motivated me to be in this industry. And part of what excites me about new media is because it does give people like me the power to go do it on my own. But again, recognizing it is much, much more effective. It is a much better experience when you have a tribe of people around you that you can trust that you can count on and also in the creative process that you can throw ideas at and they go, oh, that's a good idea, what do you think about this? And then you just start bouncing ideas and next thing you know, you've created a, a brand new course, a brand new film, it's so much fun and that's what I love about Dirt Merchants Universe. Now, I wanna ask you because you've been on set a bunch, you've been in the movies, you've worked with the other actors, for you, what is probably your favorite thing about working within this dirt merchants tribe?
1: I would say that the, the care and concern that people have on set for each other. Mm. And it's a very supportive process. I mean, I've been to other sets and they have all been very good people. It's just sometimes you're, you're there and you got to make it happen. And no one's got your, no one's got your back. Cause you're going in. Typical union job, you're going into a group with a group of people, you have no who, who, who they are. <laughs> the production crew and or the other actor, you've never met them. So that's going to be tough for an actor, And but it, it's workable and it, it, a lot of people are making money that way, right? As to the dirt merchants model where you get to know the people they are very caring and they bring you on set and, and help guide you and direct you and work very closely with you both on the directing side, the production side, and again, I had the unique experience of being able to work with other actors in my team. That was very helpful because we already knew each other. So that was a unique experience that I had that not everyone does. But even putting that aside, all the other people that have been involved with set on on the and films have so been very caring, considerate, and uh, want to do the best possible work they can, whether on set and off set.
0: Well, Mr. Firestone, I've I've really enjoyed you know, getting to speak with you again, I love every conversation that we've had, because I've always learned something from it. And that you're just an inspiring dude. One of the things I like about you is that you validate people in a really powerful way, in a meaningful way. And so I want to acknowledge you for that, because I've watched you've done it for me, but I've seen you do it for other people. And I really admire that because a lot of people in your position don't do that. So I, I want you to know that's left a huge impression on me. So with that said, my last question, Mr. Firestone, is this. What is the legacy that you want to leave on this planet?
1: Wow, that's wasn't expecting that question. Spike doesn't care. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> well, a legacy, you know, it's a little bit like everyone's seen, you know, uh, Finding Private Ryan, right? And there's that scene at the end, well, the beginning where the guy's searching, the, the adult soldier now, and he searches at the end and he gets down and on his hands and knees and said, did I measure, the words aren't measure up, but it's kind of what he was saying. Did I leave that good life? And that's really what drives me because you're gonna make mistakes along the way. Everyone does make a bad decision, do the wrong thing, say the, say the wrong thing. But if your life, if you go back and reflect on it, when you're at that time, that you've done everything you can, do it the right way, be good to people and lend a helping hand. I think that's the legacy I'd like to leave behind. And obviously being involved in the film business, that legacy, that film legacy also I think is important for me because you're, you're, to me, your soul and your character always comes through somewhere in that that performance. And if you can make it that 120%, do the best job you can for it, then, that's a great legacy to leave behind that people can see in film. So that's a little bit of a selfish side, but that's also why people I think are in the film business because they leave that legacy of good work, caring work. And a lot of actors really do care about their, their fellow actors. I say the majority do and the whole team they're involved with. So i say that's the kind of legacy I'd like to leave behind as a manager and actor and as a person.
0: I love that. Mr. Firestone, tell people, how they can follow you and support your journey.
1: You can find us on Instagram at David underscore Firestone. we talk to a lot of people through Instagram, Facebook at David Firestone. And then uh, our email is Firestonetown at gmail.com, firestonetalent at gmail.com. And our website is www.firestonetalent.com, www.firestonetalent.com.
0: Thank you for your time, Mr. Firestone.
1: Thank you. Good to see you, Josh. Good seeing you, sir.